It's four seasons and a funeral. Oh, God, that waveform. Um, <laughs> welcome to the show where we discuss sci-fi uh, television series that starred um, four main characters and one main character dies and gets replaced with a shapeshifter. <laughs> I'm David. Joining me are Charlie and Nick. And I'm also Charlie. the fourth member, Gregory, who's been replaced by a shapeshifter. <laughs> This is such a specific genre. <laughs> but the weird thing is, this isn't the only show. Yep. Yeah, and we'll do that show next. <laughs> Listeners, uh, tell us what show to do next. We believe in you. You know what show we're talking about, right? You can do it. <laughs> I believe in you. I Yell don't. at David on Twitter for it. Uh, but also, hi, I'm Nick. I think I forgot to say those words. Yeah, and you spoke over Charlie yeah. saying hi. Over, I was like, hi, I'm me. And you're like, and also. And also, I have a joke. <laughs> I thought of this one. I don't want anyone else to steal it, damn it. No time for introductions. We have comedy to do. Comedy, comedy, comedy. So, Endless um, comedy. So um, shout out to the new person who downloaded the entire podcast to listen to, I guess, nah, um, two weeks ago. Shout out to I, you specifically, listener. Uh, I like oh, to no. think that instead of it being one person, it was actually just like a class. Like some teacher was like, hey, um, I we're going to look at how podcast. to not make a podcast. <laughs> I, I found a random <laughs> podcast. You all need to download this one episode and we're going to review it. <laughs> Well, it's not, because I can see which episodes were downloaded, and it is from episode 1 to, like, 34. Why'd they stop at 34? Because, dude, how much space do you have on your phone? I, like, 100 gigs. Jesus somebody, Christ! Somebody accidentally hit subscribe, and then, before they went to bed and put their phone down, and woke up the morning of the 25th and went, oh, shit. <laughs> I do really like how after getting 34 downloads on the 24th, the 25th, we got zero. Zero. <laughs> Listen, up and down, up and down. That's what happened. As long as it's a wave, like I'm, o I'm okay with the roller coaster. If it ever flatlines, we're done. Nah, I, I am forcing this to go through at least, at least fringe at this point. We're no, more we're gonna... than halfway done fringe. Like, come on. We're gonna we're gonna finish this show. The show is officially gonna go dead after the season four finale. <laughs> <laughs> we're just straight up never going to reach season five. I thought the whole point of this was to force ourselves to watch season five. I, I really like Charlie, if you leave, David and I will record season five and it will be more terrible because you're not here. Each It'll episode be... will be three hours long. It'll be 90% tangents. <laughs> We've learned why we need three people. Oh. All right. Uh, it's... No, we recorded a week ago, right? My yeah, we recorded last week. Concept, my it, concept it, of time is all out of whack for some reason. It has, in fact, been a week. Listen, the only way that I know a week has changed is because we've played a game of D&D &D and we've <laughs> recorded a podcast. Well, speaking of, I should co-schedule our next game of D&D. &D. <laughs> Those are those are the two ways that I know a week has passed. I also have like some weekly meetings, but like every once in a while, those don't happen. Yeah, it's I don't know. I I woke up today way way too early. I don't know why. I was up at like seven. Excuse me, I was up at seven thirty. And I it's Sunday. I'm like I should sleep until ten. Nope, up at seven thirty, 
And then I was sitting on the couch watching TV at like six o'clock and I'm like, girlfriend and I are like, okay, we're going to get pizza. There's a cheap pizza place down the way. We're going to get pizza from there. And I was like, oh shit, we're recording tonight after dinner. (laughs) The thought just struck me at like 10 after six. I'm like, oh fuck, I have stuff to do tonight still. (laughs) It's just you thinking, man, can't wait for bedtime. (laughs) I'm like, we're going to watch some more Stargate and then we're going to go to bed. It's going to be, oh no. (laughs) That's not what's happening tonight. We scheduled this so in advance. (laughs) How did you forget? the 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 worst part, Charlie, was remember how you were like, yeah, no, Saturday is preferable for me. Yeah, uh, all of my Saturday plans. The entire reason why I was saying Saturday felt weird, like was a weird day for me. All of my Saturday plans exploded. Like nothing happened yesterday. Nothing happened today. For for me, we we were supposed to go back to our old apartment, pick up some mail, and then we had some errands to run. And then my girlfriend got a migraine, so all that went out the window. Oh. And so we we were at home and our old roommates dropped our mail off. But yeah, I totally could have recorded at like one o'clock today instead of eight forty. Hey, that's cool with me. I got through a lot of FF fourteen. <laughs> How many trees did you chop down? I actually completed those achievements a while ago. So, Ugh. um audience, just some context for this. FF fourteen's an MMO. Uh there's a couple achievements for some of the gathering classes, which is just like chop a certain number of trees down in certain areas and it's something like i think total 6000 or 5000 trees and chopping a tree a single tree probably takes around a minute of time to do around 40 seconds so i chopped that many trees three so times. how many how many how many trees did you say it was total 6000 so 6000 trees and times 3 Okay, so 18,000 trees. Yeah. And we'll give you an average, say, like 52 seconds. Yeah, per tree. That's 936,000 seconds, which converted to hours is 260 hours. Okay, divide that by four, because I forgot that it's each tree counts as four, because you chop it four times. I'm not doing that math. Just divide the number you got by four. The yeah, 260 that... or the 936? The last number, the hours. 65. That's not that bad. Hey, David, how many, how many players do you think there are in, like, in FF14? Oh, a fuck ton. Like, you, you want to give me, like, an estimate? Oh, my God. Why are we calculating this? Because I want to <laughs> know how many trees it would take for the entire player base to get this achievement. There are, according to last thing, about 24 million people, 24.3 million player base. So that would be, um, they would need to chop down down a grand total of 105.3 billion trees. Yeah, and that's why not everyone has this achievement. (laughs) (laughs) And it's why my guild was like, David, why are you doing this? (laughs) I'd log on, chop trees for six hours, and then one of them would go, hey, um, David, what have you been doing? We've noticed you've been on for six hours, and the guild's worried. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you know, chopping trees like for the entire time? Yes. <laughs> that was a great screen cap of them just being like, why? <laughs> Don't you want to play the game? <laughs> There's a whole video game here. 
and um, uh, if any RuneScape players out there are offended by the idea of playing a game not being cutting trees, yes, this is directed at you. <laughs> uh, so I think uh, that's what I've been up to, at least. What have you guys been up to? Uh, I finished the DLC for Breath of the Wild. Now my life is empty and there's nothing mm-hmm. to do because I'm not doing Master Sword Trials. I'm not doing Master Mode. And so it's just been work in Stargate. You need another game, it sounds I like. I really do. I really need another game. <laughs> just just come back to Slay the Spire. That'll be great. Start no. Dark Souls. Play no. Dark Souls. I've I've Dark started Souls. Dark Souls like five times, but I fell too hard into Bloodborne, and I like the speed of Bloodborne rather than the slow of Dark Souls. Dark I Souls. I can't play Dark Souls. We should do a Dark Souls Let's Play on oh, Twitch. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, right. I just Great. I just need a new game. I don't know what Apex. to play. Play some Apex Legends. Hey, audience, recommend me a non battle royale game. Fall guys, Minecraft. I yeah, said just audience, do the, just, not just do co-hosts. The... <laughs> That's just fair. Do, just just do that Minecraft uh, speed run that uh, Salt was talking about. Mine a chunk. <laughs> oh fuck. no. What have you been up to, Nick? Other than uh, making cabbage rolls. Nothing <laughs> as exciting as chopping down trees. Um, that's for sure. Um, cabbage rolls sounds pretty exciting to me. <laughs> I, I had sushi today, and it was amazing. I thought you had cabbage rolls. No, that's why they're being planned for another day, because I had too much sushi for lunch today, and it was amazing. Oh, did you was go to the all-you-can-eat only- place? I went, I went to the all-you-can-eat place. There oh. were only 10 people allowed in the restaurant, so the restaurant was, like, super chill. It was great. And I had so much sushi. Oh, so good. Uh, unfortunately, I had to pay dinner prices for lunch sushi, but I also ate dinner amounts of sushi. Um, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and considering they're only allowed to have 10 people in the restaurant at a given time, yeah, I can understand them you know, charging the maximum that they can and giving me the dinner menu. <laughs> I'm, I am completely fine with that. Yeah, if it means they stay open, I'm cool with it because I like that place. It was delicious. I was very, very excited. The oh, only thing I want more from that specific restaurant is uh, better cuttlefish tentacles. They uh, actually, the ones, them, the ones or... that they had were really good today. Uh, did they have say. cuttlefish or did they have just squid? Um, they were probably still just squid, but the like crispiness and the like seasoning that they used was like really nice. Like it was like cherry blossom. Okay, um, like it that's, was a that's lot all closer. I care about. Huh. Hey, so, David, if you go like the opposite direction up that road you'll go by the mall right oh yeah you know, i hear there's a did starbucks you, did you know the yeah, you stole my fucking joke <laughs> you stole my inside joke this that is, only you were gonna get this is a reference that no one's going to understand <laughs> damn it all right, all for right. context, there was a Starbucks no. under construction, and fucking every time we drove by it, David would go, do you guys know that that's going to be a Starbucks? Because the first time he said it, and we were like, yeah, no shit, dumbass, it says Starbucks on it. 
No, no, you don't remember the first time I said it because the first time I said it, nothing had been put up yet, and it was just an empty lot. And then I said, "Hey, you know that's gonna be a Starbucks." And then yeah, because they had Starbucks were... coming no, no, soon they banners. Didn't, they didn't even have that yet. The first time I said it, this is before oh, that it? time. Yeah, this is before <laughs> that time. And you both went, "Oh, okay, that's cool." We didn't know that. And then the next time I said it, they put up the Starbucks coming soon signs. <laughs> The nice. best thing was after that event happened, my old roommate, Cyril Byron, was like, did you guys know that there's a beer town going in there? And we <laughs> killed ourselves laughing. Uh, anyways, we are 15 minutes into recording. Uh, I think it's time we get into an episode. Nah, no. How about okay. no? <laughs> All right. Hey, <laughs> Dave and I are on the same page today. <laughs> Listen, I can just mute my mic. I can go do other things for a little while. You guys can, can go just back yell to your at fucking me. Cabbage rolls. Go make more go cabbage rolls. You fucking veggie nerd. <laughs> All right, David, TV guide. <laughs> so, <coughs> oh. The TV guide for this week reads. Alternate Olivia joins Peter and Walter on a case involving a strange box that may be causing people to go into trances from which they never emerge. Meanwhile, Walter meets Nina at Massive Dynamic for a reading of William Bell's Will. I really like how they say, like, we're causing people to go into trances, and you're like, oh, cool. But it's just killing them. Like, Yeah, trance <laughs> is a very soft word for the death that occurs. <laughs> Surely a lack of brain activity can be qualified as a trance from which you never emerge. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yes. Right? Yeah, but that's like a coroner going, oh no, they're just in a trance. <laughs> of death. <laughs> um, hey, uh, Steve, I, I, I couldn't help but notice on all the reports, you just put everyone who died in that car accident as in a trance? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, technically correct, can't sue me. I, uh, <laughs> new classification of death and i don't like it <laughs> anyways that was uh yeah that, that, that honestly the tv guide this time was like kind of solid like it, it at least covers it and yeah, like boy there like, sure i guess is a b plot <laughs> again a lot of these are yeah that sure is a way to describe what is happening in this episode this week yup I feel like they missed out the whole, you know, alternate Olivia B plot. That's kind of more of a B plot in this episode. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a season B plot so far. This Olivia is completely fine. There's nothing different about her. Uh, (laughs) She's just really into weird typewriters now. Just really into weird (laughs) typewriters and like significantly more into Peter than she was before. And into music, which is not weird at all. No. But we don't care about that right now. We care about a dude who might be really into putting a pickaxe into a family's head. Yes. Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, way, way out there in Milton, you know. Um, Ontario, right? <laughs> it would be really weird if it was Milton, Ontario. <laughs> like, wait, what are we doing outside of Massachusetts? Why are we in Canada? We don't have jurisdiction here. <laughs> Why, why, why did we go to Canada? I... It's like the, the one episode of Criminal... We've... Sorry? No, no, I was just, just going to The only time we've left the state is when we got really angry. <laughs> that wasn't even all of us. That was just Peter. <laughs> no, there's an episode of Criminal Minds where 
they end up having to go to like very uh, southern Ontario, like just across the border. And at some point, one of the characters says, oh, you best confess now. Every cop in Ontario is on his way here. And I'm like, <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> I, Why? I promise. Why? <laughs> you know how many cops are in Ontario? <laughs> Do you know how big Ontario is? <laughs> I really like the idea of the cop up in northern Ontario going, all right, 24-hour drive, boys. Just, cop from Thunder the- Bay gets there two days later and he goes, I'm ready. <laughs> Just thousands of them coming like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just to, to like, fair, that line is half- always so funny to me because you're like, American writers don't understand exactly how big this province is. To be fair, isn't like half of the police force in um fucking what's the what's the like city that borders Detroit? <laughs> uh Niagara? No, not Niagara. Um Buffalo? Uh, Windsor. Yes, no. Windsor. Is it Windsor? I think it's Windsor. Um, I don't know. We don't know our geography, folks. Anyways, we all I know, know is that geography. there's one that's that borders right on like the states and it's like police force is like massively high. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, like insanely in... high. Oh. I think you mean like they have a lot of police, not that all of their police are blazed, right? Oh no, hey! I was I was correct. It is Windsor. Yeah, it's the win. It's Windsor. Yeah. <laughs> and, yep. Yeah. Any. Yeah. Anyways, um, there's a dude. There's a home invasion. He's got a family duct taped up. And he pulls out a pickaxe, and you're like, oh, no, he's going to massacre them. But no, instead, he just puts on some Looney Tunes. And then and shockingly doesn't murder them while the Looney Tunes is on, which is I, what I was very... I really, <laughs> I really thought this was a serial killer who killed while Looney Tunes was on. He has to, like, he has to the time the event? strikes. He has to time the <laughs> yeah. strikes with the meep meep from Roadrunner. Oh. <laughs> I really thought it was going to go there. I was shocked. <laughs> But no, instead, uh, two other guys are in the basement, and they're just digging a big old hole in these people's basement. And then they find the box. The box. And one of, and they go, I wonder what's in the box. Could be anything. It could even be another box. But wait, no, it's death. <laughs> they, uh, they open up the box. And, well, because uh, you know someone's paying them a lot for the box, they get so some the box banter is probably about it. worth yeah. something. They're yeah. like, "Oh, this box is sure expensive." Ah. What about <laughs> that time we did this in Texas? Oh, yeah, well, we made so much money. Let's open the fucking box. And then their eyes roll back and lights flicker, and the other guy comes downstairs and he's like, "I told you not to open up the box." <laughs> And then they got Kool-Aid dripping out of their noses. And their eyes have gone milky. And Um, I'm pretty sure... The base base cannon has hit them. (laughs) (laughs) That that hit me harder because I'm watching this with the sound off. (laughs) I'm just imagining turning the volume up and just hearing like old Skrillex playing. What was the what was the fucking college humor like cross little Wayne song? Or no, no, it wasn't. No, what? it was the Lonely Island song. It was the Lonely Island song. Lonely Island song. Um like don't let the bass drop one with like oh. little Wayne or something. Oh yeah. yes, 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 yes. Here comes here comes the bass drop and then yeah. <laughs> he keeps avoiding it. Speaking of weird music, did either of you see the Post Malone Pokemon concert? 
No. <laughs> no, I heard about it because you, you, you showed me so much fucking Pokemon this week, but no. What <laughs> such a crazy like yeah, they did a they did some kind of con like virtual concert a couple of days ago, but it was a post Malone concert. And here I'm posting in the chat. And it's just oh, like a virtual post Malone. This? And you listen to it and it's just him singing. Like it's not even Pokemon related. It's just him singing with Pokemon in the background. But it's not even... They they CG'd him. Yeah, no, Yo. it's so... It's disturbing at, on a spiritual level to me. <laughs> that, what the fuck? But they're all, like, big, like, Pokemon-like floats like that. Like, they don't have, like, actual, like, moving, like, little Pokemon and things. They weren't just like, hey, by the way, canonically, Post Malone is now in the Pokemon universe. No, no, no. They have Pokemon as well. Go later in the video. He's, like, oh, in God. a forest surrounded by Pokemon. He's Right now, he is on a flying grass platform as he sees a <laughs> Snorlax, na Snorlax nap in the sun and a Pikachu chase an Eevee, which, like, just warms my soul because it's so cute. The graphics for this weird music video are better than Pokemon Legends. Just putting that out there. <laughs> Pokemon Legends looks like shit. Yeah, because Game Freak are terrible game devs. They need to have to just okay. stop developing the games. Okay, I, I'm calling us back on topic. Yes, I like it. Um... Uh, so, dude finds dead friends because the bass dropped too hard, closes the box, and then ri runs upstairs. Uh, for some reason, he isn't uh, affected by but all the, the people that he murdered with a pickaxe um certainly were yeah all the people that he didn't <laughs> kill are now dead yeah uh, they, ostensibly that, oh, by his oh, actions oh. so therefore the people he didn't kill he killed yes yeah and that's a cold open is we have a mysterious italicized the box and uh it kills people it is a box but yeah uh, we, we got our cold open. Uh, our cold open is back to being blue. Um, so, hey, yeah. that's always cool. We're, we're back in, uh, in Blue-niverse. Yes. Universe 1. Well, is it, though? Who knows? Um, Anyhow. I mean, the um, opening was blue, so I assume so. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying Universe 1. Is this Universe 1? Oh, you mean nomenclature. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, David's I just, upset by these words. Uh, I I think I think somebody's done it before, where it's like, ah, we shall be called. Uh, I think it's a Futurama bit where it's, oh, you're from Universe B, we're from Universe A, and it's like, well, why are you Universe A? We'll be Universe One, and it goes, <laughs> okay, we're from Universe A, and you're from Universe One. God, <laughs> and everyone wants to call their thing like something I mean Prime. I think that's a fair argument, though. If we oh, did find yeah. another universe, we are going to argue with them about who gets to be universe A and B. Like, naming the universes is going to be an argument. Well, no, it's whoever discovers, like, whoever breaches in gets to name. Like, if, if we enter into rights? another universe, we get to go, okay, we came from A, you are B, you didn't enter into another universe, we get naming dibs. But do we also get to take their land because we discovered it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, the That's... universe B... Well, we're not taking the land, Nick. The universe B people don't believe in land ownership. They're giving it to us so that we can live better. <laughs> okay, cool, they cool, cool, even, cool, cool, They even yep. moved themselves into small colonies. Oh, look call at them, They're so nice. Call them reservations. They walked a long way for it. <laughs> 
I'm glad we're already starting to uh, <laughs> just make light of horrible atrocities that our government has committed. Uh, anyway, right. Olivia is meeting with Thomas Jerome Newton. And... Shockingly, we have we have the big baddie from season two making a return in season three. I'm um... astounded when they showed him. I'm like, wait, what? He's still alive. Um, and he's that tattoo that they're like implies. It's weird because they, they set it up as like, oh, they got matching tattoos. Are they part of a cult? No, they're just a weird couple. And now she's getting her tattoo easily erased by Thomas Jerome Newton. They could while still she... be part of a cult. Just the cult isn't like sponsored by Fringe Division. They could, that could just be like <laughs> yeah. their own side thing. It yeah, just exactly. seems super weird that they focus so much on their matching tattoos. And then they're like, this one's gone. Uh, also... That 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 pen is pretty awesome. Um, oh, that's a that, super awesome pen. It probably gives you cancer removal? though. Oh, oh, super cancer. But they don't they don't care about that. That's what their medical. Uh, <laughs> that's why their <laughs> yeah. medicine is so advanced over there. <laughs> gives you the kind of cancer that the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles should have gotten. Oh, <laughs> oh. right, David. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, and uh, then she's reading through a book of um, uh, pop, pop culture. culture. <laughs> and makes a comment on Bono, yeah, right, Bono. <laughs> yeah, because in their universe, U two is led by like Paul uh, Hewson. They yeah, don't Paul have U two, and that's how we know that their universe is the correct universe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but hey, at least she finds him attractive. Uh, uh, but but they do get out of business. <laughs> yeah, Newton's like, hey, don't like it too much. They started the war, and she's like, yeah, yeah, sure, oil. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you get that box I sent you to get? And he's like, maybe we'll see. I hired a team and sent them. Oh, your regular people? No, I didn't want to waste them, so I hired some <laughs> randos. <laughs> I value my I value my guys too much to get this very important box that's going to be the important part of the entire uh, point of this of this uh, episode. But I random I hired some randos for it. I'm sure they're yeah. fine. And that's where uh, fake Olivia is like, okay, but you know, you better listen to me because this is my operation and I'm in charge. I don't care if you've been here since I was in high school. I run this shit. <laughs> get in line. And so this is where I wrote down that a fake Olivia is going to need a three letter name. Otherwise, she can't be the villain for this season. <laughs> you gotta get a reveal of her uh, middle name or something. Olivia <laughs> Dunham. Olivia Liv Dunham. <laughs> old. <laughs> Olivia Dead Dunham. Well, that is just odd. Old is way better. <laughs> Olivia Olive Liv Dead Dunham. O O L D. Old. <laughs> Oh my god, that's the cipher. Olivia's gonna be super aged by the time she gets back. <laughs> I solved your code, J.J. Abrams. Now you owe me a million dollars. Now you have to let me direct a Star Wars movie. Oh. Alright. Content. Can't content. Be Dragging, going forward. Moving Jedi. forward. Uh, so we, we then cut away. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, we then cut away to um, Massive Dynamic because we haven't seen um, Massive Dynamic in a little while. Um, no, we... and no Walter... you're missing a scene. Am I missing a scene? 
you cut to Walter's lab. Oh, yeah. right. God, where there is uh, they're reading William Bell's obituary, it's like, which oh, they William actually Bell's... wrote out. Yeah, William Bell's a great dude, or some shit. Um, he'll be missed. Uh, he made the big company. That's pretty much it. Oh no, they they repeat themselves. No. Ah, boo. There's only four actual paragraphs. The rest of it repeats on itself. It mentions that the renowned scientist and founder of Massive Dynamic is dead about seven times. (laughs) (laughs) Which isn't great newspaper writing. Maybe Uh, it is for this fringe universe. (laughs) Study this newspaper page, David. I'm sure this is the next episode clue. Oh fucking hell. <laughs> if it isn't if it isn't told to us then, I'll make it up now. Uh Oh hey, the Memorial for Fame Ch- Children's Book author mentions that he went to the Ontario Agriculture College. Oh nice. Hey. Yeah. Look at them bringing Guelph back in. But yeah. Um after uh we see after we're in the lab, that's when we cut to uh, the massive dynamic, right? Am I not just crazy? I'll, I'll, I need to pull up the fucking episode because uh, I watched this, but I you, guess I you are it crazy. Up. So they're in Walter's God, lab. The they're reading the obituary, and Walter's kind of upset that it's a little bit too generic. Um, but Broyles is there because he needs screen time. Um, he and Peter are talking about the blueprints that Peter brought with him about the weapon that Walter Nitt is trying to build. Um, and Peter's like, hey, the entire thing's assembled, but he's missing several uh, key components along with Peter. Uh, and then Walter starts ranting about stuff, and he's like, we're out of butter. We got to go to the market. And Broyles is like, no butter for him. You keep him doing his job, and maybe he'll get butter. Well, we get a. This is where we get the <laughs> conversation, right? Where Broyles asks Walter to um, figure out how the machine works, right? Yes. I think so, yes. Yeah, yeah, and then is, Walter is... goes, oh, I'm sure, like, or Bros is like, yeah, we don't have any other choice. What if they use it against us? And then Walter's like, oh, I'm sure that's what they told Oppenheimer about the Nazis working on the bomb. <laughs> and I'm sure he went to bed really well after they killed millions of people. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, hey, that's fair, Walter. That's fair. You don't want to be the next person from a to man make who's... a, you don't want to be the next person to make a nuclear device. That's fair. To be fair, Bold coming from the man whose dad was a Nazi. <laughs> an unrepentant secret Nazi <laughs> to be fair this is significantly worse than a nuclear bomb it's like oh yeah you know it, it invented a nuke oh this one just ends a universe <laughs> yeah it's you a universe. the nuke. aliens <laughs> that we know exist because of a previous fringe episode because of the X-Files Yes. Which no, I thought are, uh, Randy Dust. Yeah, yep. but also like they mentioned the X Files, right? In in a hearing, which I don't know if it makes the entire show canon or if it's just like yeah, the X designation exists here too. It can't though because they show an episode of the X Files in an episode as well. Hey man, for all you yeah. know, that's true crime on this universe. It's a documentary series about the, the brave heroes, Fox and Mulder. There's Fox and Mulder, Mulder and Scully. No, Fox and Mulder. That's who they are. 
Fox and Mulder, played by the famed actors David and Duchovny. <laughs> Fox and Mulder. All right. Oh God, let's, it's been an skip, hour. Let's, let's skip. Let's skip to the uh, let's skip to the next scene now, um, where we're in a bar. I am just insane for some reason. I was like, massive dynamic comes up next week, That's but we are in a bar. Way later, dude. I uh, I got interrupted halfway through watching the episode, and like, I guess I came back when massive dynamic started, and goddamn, it fucked me up. Yeah, uh, but Peter and Olivia are getting drunk at a bar, and. Then Olivia's like, hey, want to dance? And he's like, you don't dance. She's like, I do now, bitch. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe seeing my other self made me want to change myself entirely. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. totally. Listen, I learned a lot from seeing how cool my other self was and how lame I am. Uh, And he's he's like, now that the writers have gotten lazy, I'm going to do the manly thing and determine what your appearance should be. Be a redhead again. You were hotter well, no. when you were a well, no, redhead. No, no. He, says, <laughs> he says, I like you better as a blonde, but you made a good redhead. Yes, he was like, I like blondes. I like blondes, but you, you were a good redhead. Uh, yeah, like that isn't negging. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like classic no, don't negging. Get me, don't get me wrong. You're cute as a blonde. You were sexy as a redhead. But it, it's fine. It's fine. Stay as a blonde. Yeah, yeah. We all know what he's trying to do. <laughs> yeah, get laid. <laughs> and it would have he would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for that dead family and that box <laughs> what I want to know is they arrive and the TV is static which means something happened to like their cable reception because TV channels don't like stop broadcasting ever anymore Looney Tunes should have still been going no, no, no. They, the Looney Tunes was on an old VHS and there was static at the end of it. Yeah, the dude brought a VHS of Looney Tunes himself. <laughs> and, and a VHS player. Uh, <laughs> that's his calling card. That family really thought they were going to get serial killed. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, they did. Is, no, did they? This isn't a serial kill. Yeah, they just got killed. Yeah, this is just a murder. This is just an accidental murder of multiple people. Uh, uh, but yeah, we then go downstairs and we see the, the two also very dead uh, robbers uh, just chilling. One guy's hanging up against a, against a beam pretty well. Um, yeah. Walter also notices that they have Kool-Aid coming out of their noses and went, hmm, this is lighter than blood should be. I bet you it's got spinal fluid in it. <laughs> You know, and you're like, you quick, do. are there vampires around? Sadly, not this time. No vampires in this one. Man, that uh. fucking bombed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's okay, Charlie. Holy fuck, that was harsh. It's okay, Charlie. We love you. You're forgetting. We're recording late at night, and when we record late at night, weird things happen. We this is this is why I forgot is we always record in the middle of the fucking day on weekends. Yeah, and the energy levels are so much better at the middle of the day compared oh. to now. It's it's a good time. Uh, oh, but yeah, they noticed that there was something in the bottom of the pit, and Broyles is like, oh. 
There must have been a third man who took the box, and everyone's like, yeah, no fucking shit, genius. Or else it would still be there. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> and then... Um, At which point Olivia goes, God damn it, I gotta go talk to someone. Um, and goes and yells at uh, Thomas Jerome Newton. <laughs> yeah, she goes to a, a 24-hour photo finishing store. And which, pops down some photos of dead guys. <laughs> which Thomas Jerome Newton runs, I guess. <laughs> and she's like, hey, way to botch that operation. He's like, I I didn't do it. It was those randos I hired. Listen, God. all of the randos I hired died. God, what a fucking power play of like, if Thomas Jerome Newton runs like a 24-hour like photo finishing shop, her coming in with a roll of film going, hey, can you develop these for me? Him going, yeah, sure. Gives them back. She slams them down on the, tan- <laughs> on the, on the table. <laughs> Look what the fuck you did. <laughs> He's like, wait, you had me develop these to yell at me? <laughs> yeah, I was going to yell at you to the undeveloped film, <laughs> dumbass. I don't yell at people without proof. <laughs> Yeah, but then she's like, a th- your third guy took the box and ran. He's like, I didn't hire three guys. I'm like, this is... And he's like, that doesn't matter. No one can survive the box. Oh, except, you know, quite a large amount of the population if it doesn't affect death people. Like... Shockingly. Yeah. And yeah, so we see the guy with the box and he's in like his cousin's apartment and he's just staring at the box. Which is why you don't hire randos. Like, also, who brings a deaf guy to a B and E? Like, um, to, to wait, wait, not just a deaf guy to a B and E, a deaf guy to a B and E to keep watch. Yeah, that's. I mean, like, that is what that's what he's good at, though. Like, yeah, he can't. But like, you, you, he can't keep an ear out. That's pointless. I mean, it could certainly help with the whole. Hey, tell us if anyone's showing up. Showing up. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's, let's cut <laughs> Do you back. think he turned on Looney Tunes and had to be like, is that loud enough? Like, are you, can you hear what's going down in the basement? <laughs> is this too loud? Are people going to notice? <laughs> uh, then we're back in, in Walter's lab and Astrid's scooping some dude's brain out. No, no, it's Walter doing the scoop. Um, Walter's doing the brain massage. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. And and making the best sounds. Uh. And she's she's like, oh, Walter, because um, Walter's getting dressed up for the will reading. And uh, she's like, oh, Walter, you got something on your necktie. And Walter licks it off and she thinks it's brain matter. And he goes, raspberry jam. The look of horror on Astrid's face <laughs> is so good. <laughs> just open face terror like oh my god <laughs> what is this person doing why do I work with him still yeah um, it's been two seasons yeah but then we go into the the will reading after a super awkward hug with Nina um and we basic- do get cool massive dynamic tech as well on the way yeah in. they have like a teleporter or something you know, just something just random and really cool that will yeah. standard get general it. electric stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like what's coming out next week. Next week. Yeah. Um, and the will reads down to William Bell had a bunch of friends, but Nina and Walter are main characters, and they need this for the plot. Uh, so Nina gets an envelope that weird bell 
that I, I love that like yeah no for the time that we spent together in Tuscany uh, in Tuscany <laughs> the short time. I give you a I give you a memento of myself because this is what I did every time before we had sex and he rings the bell <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember Pavlovian that time I railed reaction. you in Tuscany <laughs> Just a whole Pavlovian reaction every time the bell dings. Oh. <laughs> Are you telling me, David, that's not what you were thinking? No. That, that, that is also what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, and then Walter gets um, an envelope and reads the contents and... I don't believe they say anything. I think they leave this as a, a cliffhanger till the end of the episode, right? Yeah. He doesn't yes. mention what's in the letter. And, well, um, yeah, because because as he's leaving, Peter's like, what the fuck is in that envelope? Aren't you going to tell me? And he does the <laughs> Captain America thing and says, I don't think I will. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And then um, Broyles calls Peter and he's like, hey, uh, Olivia's not answering her phone. Um... She said you, you were going with her. <laughs> she said you were going back to Blake's apartment. Um, yeah, he's one of the guys you found in the basement. And Peter's like, I'm not with Olivia. She didn't tell me any of this. Yeah. Pearls is like, the fuck? This is why I have to micromanage my team so much. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, because Olivia is at Blake's apartment. Totally not doing illegal things. Totally just looking around for things. It's okay, everything's legal when you have the Patriot Act. And a gun. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, no. <laughs> and then Peter shows up and he's like, hey, what the fuck? You cute blonde could be sexier redhead. What the fuck? And she's like, oh, I knew you had a stressful day, so I just didn't tell you. So I, you I could pay attention to Walter. Didn't want you having, having to find a babysitter for Walter. You know, standard things. Uh, but yeah, we get we get a slightly awkward conversation where you're like, all right, is Peter going to start to like consider is this weird Olivia? Um, but no, it's totally fine. Uh, <laughs> even after all, everything with the shapeshifters, even after seeing Alternate Universe, nah, no suspicion at all. Listen, red flags, rose-colored glasses. Uh... <laughs> uh. Um, right. and, and yeah, we finally get the fucking detective work of the episode when the criminal finds Olivia. Uh, <laughs> it's my favorite part is it's like, oh, wow, look, the criminal is doing his job, uh, <laughs> but not as a criminal. It's insane. And yeah, he she's um, she's it's... talking to Thomas Jerome Newton, but Joe with the box, uh, writes down what she's saying because he can read her lips. Yep, he, he, he drives up, sees, sees the FBI badge, goes, cool, she's probably cool, all right, that's her last name, got it. Uh, let's get out of here. Oh, wow, she's signing up for a credit card over the phone? Guess I'll take her social security number. <laughs> uh, that, that, I guess, could work. All right, Nick, just speed run through the rest God. of this. Nick, please. <laughs> Save us. This is I'm so, so sleepy. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Um, let's cut back to the lab um, where we have a sweet moment um, between Walter and Astrid. 
um, where Astrid's like, hey, Walter, you doing okay? And Walter's like, no, let me show you what's in the envelope. Unlike my son, fuck my son. Uh, <laughs> but don't actually fuck my son. Olivia's don't, doing that. that. That's what Olivia is. <laughs> uh, anyways, and he takes it out, and you're like, oh, wow. Um, he probably left him like a massive inheritance. And he's like, nope, here's a key. This is what he gave me. And also this note uh, that says, don't... <laughs> Don't fear crossing the line. Uh. Yeah, and then Walter's like, yeah, every time we did research, uh, Bell would always try to get me to do more things and like, go farther and not to be afraid of crossing the line. To which Astrid goes, wait, you were the cautious of the two of you? Yeah. And then, and then he brings up the time I crossed the line, the one and only time, I'm sure, uh, was <laughs> when I went and took Peter from the alternate universe. Don't and worry about all that. I... Don't worry about all that child experimentation we did. The one and only time where I tore holes into a into a different universe and I'm, it's slowly dying because of it. Um, how can you tell me to continue to cross the line after all of that? <laughs> uh, but all of a sudden, um, as as is normal when Walter has an emotional moment, is all of a sudden there is some mental clarity and bam, he's figured something out about the uh, about the case. Um, and recognizes that these brains have been um, like extra fucked with, um, and, and not by a centipede. <laughs> I think the brain matter has been mixed in with um, inner ear fluid. Is what he notices. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Basically, yeah. Inner ears are completely fucked, and he finds like brain fluid in the ears, and he's like, "I know what happened." Um, Peter, find me my favorite record. Um, uh, and you find um, Peter finds a, a nice a nice record, um, some Figaro, um, some classical music, and he's like, "Listen, look at the science that I'm doing." And basically explains that um, when you're listening to music, it can affect your brain waves. Look at this classical music and how it smooths out my uh, my brain waves through the EEG here. But then when I play some heavy metal music, it fucks with them a lot. Um, and wow, look, this is why you can be so like you know able to like be clear of conscious when you're listening to classical music um but he's then like but if i extend this to like the farthest side of things if i found super classical music i would i might go into a coma <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about in this episode instead i found a super uh metal music and it made my brain explode uh <laughs> you heard it here first kids don't listen to heavy metal you'll die well according also, to them, it listen- makes you dumber <laughs> like- <laughs> While you're listening to heavy metal, you're stupider. (laughs) And then if you listen to super classical music, maybe you'll go into a coma. I'm shocked that we don't have that as like a thing in this. (laughs) Because he then goes on to be like, if I could extrapolate that to the extremes. um, And essentially he makes the claim that um, if you brought this to like ultrasonic frequencies, because everything's spookier in ultrasound, um, you you could could murder people. Yes. Uh, it's, so uh, it's 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 so weird to me i've worked with ultrasound in so many different ways now i don't understand anyways uh back to the back back to the episode as i guess i continue to speed run us through this yes please um we're, we're back to olivia's apartment um olivia is taking notes on um olivia um a completely normal thing to do um in your home is you know T- look at your old self and go 
how have I changed? How can I make myself look more like my old self again? Oh, um, shit. She has a photographic memory. I can't copy that. How the God fuck will it. I pull that off? <laughs> it's fine. That's, that's why we have super science in the other universe. And now they've injected me with a photographic memory. <laughs> they took <laughs> they took fucking B neutrinos from Olivia and injected them into me and now I have her photographic memory. Yes. But it didn't uh, kick in until now because of adrenaline. Bum, bum, bum. Well no, it's about to kick in from adrenaline because there's a knock at the door and oh shit, who knows where I live. Oh wait, oh, shit. What? it's there's the a, criminal. There's a deaf man at my door. <laughs> So she opens the door, pointing a gun at this man, being like, the fuck do you want? A normal reaction to a stranger knocking on your door. And he's like, I have the box. And she's like, what? I have the box. You're FBI, right? You'll help me. (laughs) Please. And she's like, yeah, sure. FBI, yeah. Come on on in, bud. (laughs) I gotta make some phone calls. Oh, you're deaf. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. We just thought that everyone that opened the box died. We didn't test this on deaf people. Uh. <laughs> and then Walter um, has a very nice little scene with Peter where he's like, hey, we haven't really talked since you found out you're not my son. So we should probably get some closure on that, don't you think? I wouldn't call it a very nice little scene because Peter continues to be like, no, what you did is wrong, which to be fair, what he did was like wrong, even if he did it for the right reasons. Okay. But to be fair, Peter would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. But when he went and kidnapped Peter from the other side, he was like, all right, I'm going to return him. And then he was like, eh, never mind. This is my Peter now. Yes. That, uh, that is wrong. Yes. But, yes. Y- we, I don't think we'd be having the same issue. Well, Peter would be indoctrinated by the 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 other uh, universe if we we had it. Where just you know Walter came over, took Peter, fixed him, and then brought him back over to the under, other universe. And yeah, because you know I don't think the him keeping Peter is what caused all the issues. It's really no. the um the like breaking into the universe is what caused this. Yeah, but, but, and yeah, Walter even explains like, hey, I wanted to put you back, but like. I loved your mom so much and seeing her in pain or rather my wife in pain. Like he's like, I had to, or else I would have lost my entire family. You know what a weak woman your mother was? (laughs) (laughs) I had no choice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, which Peter goes, finally, you're speaking my language. (laughs) But I still don't want to talk about it. So much. (laughs) It's such a bad line. It's such like in I'm sure they meant it to come across a lot better, but my mother was like my other mom. She was weak and sad. And it's the, the worst, worst is possible it way. Mom. But it's the worst not re, disregarding that. It's the worst possible way to talk about someone who has committed suicide as weak and sad. Seriously? Yes. Like way to ignore the problem, Peter. Oh, that rant aside. Um, Peter's like, I don't want to talk to you. You're not my real dad. <laughs> yep, we we do continue to have you're not my real dad, Peter, here. Um, yeah. I'm going to go sleep with Olivia instead. Uh, <laughs> He's like, I'm going to, you're not my real dad, and I'm going to go sleep with not my real girlfriend. 
<laughs> and Walter's like, wait, what are you talking about? Peter's like, I don't even fucking know. Um, but but yeah, before they before they bang, Olivia is um, talking to Thomas. She calls Thomas Jerome Newton and is like, hey, uh, this deaf guy saw my badge and wants to bring the box back to the authorities. But like, hey, he's here now. And Newton's like, oh, cool. Uh, I'll come over and um, kill him for you. And we can clean it up together like friends. And she goes, I'm not your friend. I'm your boss. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> and so she gives <laughs> Newton the box. And then she. Uh, yeah, she kills Joe, which is very sad. He never heard it coming. Well, Newton. Well, Newton's like, hey, do you want me to take care of it? And Olivia's like, nah, I can do this. It's like, wait, why? Why do you need to do this? Just let him handle this. You just fuck it up by hiring some randos to kill him instead. (laughs) And knowing you, one of them's going to be blind and miss. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, she kills Joe. And it's very sad because Joe seemed like a nice dude. Like, Joe, yeah. Joe did seem like a Aside nice from dude. Aside the aiding in, uh, you know, the, the well, robbery I'm su- and I'm the sure kidnapping. Joe just thought it was regular, just going to be a regular, like, break and enter, tie up the family, rob them, and leave. Uh, not turning into everyone yes. is dead. But I'm going to argue that doing that still makes you not a great person. Like, oh, you know, 100%. <laughs> like, um, but hey, he saw them die and was like, hey, this killed them. Uh, I, I'm not going to hide this. I want to go to the authorities. And yeah. I got him killed. If only Peter had gotten horny two minutes earlier because he's at the door right after Joe is dead. And he's like, hey, did I come at a bad time? Ha ha ha. And Olivia's like, nah, it's fine. I'm just getting out of the shower. And she turns the shower on as you do after you've gotten out of the shower. <laughs> uh. <Yeah. laughs> um, like... If you had killed someone and someone knocked at your door like immediately after you killed them and went, sorry, did I come at a bad time? You would assume they knew, right? Yes. Like you would have no choice but to kill that person. Also, can't you just say, yeah? Like, can't you just be like, yeah, sorry, it is kind of a bad time. Can you come back in like 20 minutes? Like, Well, so there's there's the important part as well of Thomas Chrome Newton literally just left. Like, he was probably walking down the stairs as Peter was walking up and was just like, sup. <laughs> he walks by and goes, hi, Peter Bishop. Peter goes, whoa, that's weird. Your neighbor Anyways. looks a lot like Thomas Jerome Newton. <laughs> Anyways, time to go fuck Olivia. Yeah, Olivia's like, oh, just wait here. I just got out of the shower and then comes out and it's like, oh, hey, what's what's going on? And Peter's like, oh, I'm just mad at my not dad for abducting me from my real dad. And <laughs> Olivia's like, oh, well, you can't expect things to go back just the way they were. How about we have sex instead? You know what? You need a distraction. And um, yeah, Peter's like, but what if I'm a weapon to destroy the universe? And what about that blood leaking from underneath the door? And she's like, but sex. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, come on, Peter. You, you, I do she, really like how I- she killed a man. You would smell shit. <laughs> <laughs> there should be like gun splatter or something. She didn't do anything to like put stuff down she just shot him like like point blank as well like there's gotta be splatter or something that's why she's keep that's why they're having sex in the living room Uh. (laughs) 
David, you'll understand once you kill a man. Oh. <laughs> yep. As you um. inevitably will. Why? Why are oh, we inevitably no. killing a man? Am I, I don't am know. I hearing that it was good that I like? Did I dodge a bullet now that I'm not living with David anymore? Literally. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like she shoots him in the kitchen. So as long as Peter doesn't like want a beer or anything afterwards, <laughs> or or you know, isn't like, hang on, let me just go freshen up in the bathroom for a second before we keep this going. It's just also, Peter going, she... man, that was tiring. I need a drink. So she shoots him in the head. But there's no exit wound, and his nose is just a little bit bloody. And she puts his body on the floor, bullet wound first. <laughs> like, nothing underneath it. And, like, it should be gooshing blood. But instead, it's just oozing out of the bathroom. And she's like, shit, I'm going to have to clean that up later. I mean, yeah. a healthy puddle does start to form. <laughs> Um, but but yeah, before before we see how healthy that puddle is, um, we I jump mean it's back not to, healthy; it's blood. We jump back to Thomas Jerome Newton, who's at the uh, who, who decides to make his way down to the subway station, um, and is, like co- goes and is hanging out with the guy on a bench, and the guy's like, "Hey, what's in the box?" And the guy's like, "Unimaginable horror." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but listen. It's probably best if you don't think about it too hard. Anyways, Anyways. I'm gonna leave this here. I need to go use the washroom. Can hey, you look here's after a fiver. Watch this box for me and don't open it. <laughs> you seem like a vagrant who's got some physical deformities. You should open this box. <laughs> oh. But but yeah, before we cut back to the aftermath of that, let's just, you know, come back to Olivia and Peter uh, about to have sex as the pool of blood gets bigger. Um, <laughs> but no, they get cock-blocked by broils. God damn it, Papa Broyles, why? He knows. <laughs> yes. Oh, one of my agents is about to have sex. Must cock-block them. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia was rude to me the other week. No sex for her. Peter, I heard you're about to have sex. I have a case for you. <laughs> so, Peter, you discovered that you're about to have sex. Unfortunately, this cannot happen. But hey, um, it's okay. They'll they'll get back to this later after going and looking at this perfectly healthy and romantic crime scene. Um, where of, nothing bad has occurred. Yeah, of people's brains coming out their noses. Yeah. yeah. Again. Just, just Kool-Aid, as mentioned earlier. See, Ugh. the thing is, too, some of these people are still alive. And I yeah, think that might be the... they're just having wor- some, like, involuntary reactions. Might be the worst thing this show has ever shown. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a dude getting looked at by a paramedic, but he's just on a... He's just on a bench behind, like, rocking side to side. Yeah, his eyes aren't doing so hot, though. Yeah. And then, so they decide, like, oh, hey, we have to go down to the tunnel to get the box. But they're like, but if you hear the box, you'll die. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) How do we make someone deaf? Oh, I know, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Let's make them actually almost permanently deaf and shoot a gun right next to their ear. I'm so astounded. I don't understand why they don't have, like, a better solution than this. Like it, it, it's incredible that they're like, what's what's the only reasonable thing we can do here? Oh, I know. Let's have Olivia shoot two rounds at point blank ring, 
right next to his ear. Yeah, so, I'm sure his eardrums will recover perfectly fine after that. Totally. So I would I would also like to point out, just out of this, um, the fact that uh um ultrasonic like we can't hear ultrasound anyways. Uh so the fact that you like can't hear it because you you know got the got the gunshot isn't going to change the fact that it's still going to make its way through uh oh my god you you're up. right <laughs> like, <laughs> well no because like, the gunshot would like burst your eardrums right except they mentioned later that his hearing is going to come back so obviously his eardrums aren't burst yeah his eardrums are intact um and you can't hear ultrasound anyways no, but I'm just Don't saying, worry like, if you it. if you burst the eardrum, then there's nothing to vibrate, even a little bit, your eardrums. Uh, yes. Mm. In that case, yes, if he had burst eardrums. But what Nick is saying is that you can't hear ultrasonic anyways. No, I, yeah, yeah. So, it, like, none of it, that temporary none of it deafness shouldn't solve the problem. Yeah, Permanent you're... deafness shouldn't solve the problem. Yes. Depends on the also kind of one. deafness. It does depend on the kind. Maybe he uh, doesn't have eardrums. <laughs> Maybe oh. that guy's really lucky. Or unlucky. I, I was going to say, really lucky doesn't have eardrums. Still dies. <laughs> uh, it's, an important, it's an important aspect. The man still dies in this episode. I wouldn't call yeah. him lucky in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Peter continues down the tunnel. Um, and uh, There's uh, a rat that's not doing so hot. Um, yeah, but the dude who is supposed to watch the box and not open it, and he deserves <laughs> to die because he's a bad person. Um, yeah, his head explodes. Yeah, in spectacular he's like fashion. Like he's he's rocking a little bit, and you're like, oh shit, he's still alive. And then his jaw starts to vibrate a lot. Um, and you're like, uh oh, yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, he doesn't have a head anymore. Yeah. And Peter looks at it and recognizes, hey, this is something for the alternate universe weapon. What the fuck? Why is it here? But also, this soundproofing box, it appears to be broken. And we don't we didn't bring a soundproofing box. Oh no. For this sound related event. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's very upsetting. Um, but you know, he, he tries to anyways, and like he tries to, you know, get the, get the box to fit right. He's like, listen, there's just a couple screws loose. I can just, you know, shimmy it back on. There's a lot of blood in there now, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> can't yeah. shimmy the box back on. Uh, and so he's, is able- <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to try and defuse the box. And they're like, great, Peter, we have very detailed and easy to follow instructions on how to disarm this box. It'll take two seconds. And Peter goes, what? <laughs> and then they go oh fuck and then they go oh shit the trains are still running <laughs> this yeah because this, Peter... this ultrasound must have blown the communications lines you know <laughs> as it does <laughs> i yeah, just because peter manages to like diffuse and shut off the box and they're like the trains are coming the trains are coming <laughs> And Olivia and like fair, jumps don't, they down. They don't know that. Yeah, Olivia jumps down. Uh, jumps down to like save him, and they're like, "But the box!" And she's like, "But my Peter." Um, and then Peter's so, like, "Peter's like, hmm." You can hear the train coming, but Peter's like, "Huh, I I feel vibrations." And then reaches out and grabs a rail. The third even though rail, this is yeah, I was gonna say this is like the New York subway <laughs> or like Boston subway. One of those is electrified, is it not? Well, yeah, the one on the side that he grabs. Um, but th- don't <laughs> worry, there's a covering over it. Uh, 
Uh, Peter I would should also be dead like to for point like out seven different reasons at this point. <laughs> the, 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 so the other worst part about this is as Olivia's running down to go do it, uh, Burles is like, oh my god, you're gonna die. We don't know if the box has been diffused. And Olivia doesn't shoot the gun beside her head twice to make herself deaf. You know, like you'd expect. Instead, she's like, no, nope, it's fine. Um, I'll just get there and die on impact. And <laughs> It's because she was a, she's a blonde right now. If she was a redhead, she would know to do that. <laughs> I'm so um, glad that they haven't made any of those jokes in Fringe. <laughs> Makes me so pleased. But yeah, they're like, so the box is diffused, everyone's alive, and they're like, why did that dude's head explode? And they're like, oh, he must have had um, some dental crowns. The villains that, that ha- happen to have the, the perfect uh, vibration. The same, yeah, the same resonant frequency. See? Uh, yep, so never go to the dentist. Yep. <laughs> Look at Fridge teaching us what to do. Dentists. <laughs> All they do is cost money and don't do anything except make your head explode in some situations. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they, they discuss the fact that, hey, these are components for the weapon in the alternate universe. How did they get here? And Peter's like, oh, does, nothing surprises me anymore. And Walter's like, but what about bacon-flavored pudding? Would that surprise you? <laughs> and you're like, I, I guess so? Maybe? No, not really. Bacon's yeah. a huge, still is a huge craze. But, uh, but yeah, Peter's like, hey, uh, I want to take this back to the lab. It's been diffused. I'm just going to go figure out what to do with it. Um, and Broyles is like, fine, sign the form, which is, this is like the first time we've seen fucking paperwork in this show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Peter <laughs> takes the, takes the box and starts to walk away and Olivia comes down and Peter's like, sorry, babe, I got a different box to play with tonight. And Damn it. Away. You stole my fucking <laughs> joke. <laughs> I was going to go. Peter walks away with the box, but Olivia interrupts him and goes, but babe, what about my box? I'm happy. I'm happier with my with my joke. You son of a bitch. I'm happier with mine. Oh man, I think that's one of the few times Nick has stolen one of my jokes. Oh, it feels it's usually good. me. Yeah, it is almost always you. It's very nice that it's Nick this time. Um, but yeah. Uh, by the way, Charlie, it's because you decided to go for a dirty joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, uh, but but. But yeah, um, you know, as as uh, Walter sees Peter uh, going away, he pulls out the key because he's like, excellent, my son is left. I can look at this again. Um, <laughs> and Bros gives him some quick words of encouragement being like, hey, you saved a lot of lives today. Good job. You can and get by that he means now. you saved your son's life and Olivia's life um, because yeah. everyone else died. <laughs> this is true. A lot of people died today. <laughs> He saved exactly two lives. Yeah. Um, and Walter goes to the the one bank and gets the safety deposit box out and is very confused as to what is inside. Uh, so but confused we don't, he has to go talk to Astrid. Yeah, we, we don't see yet. Because um, Peter, we cut back to Peter in the lab first, um, looking at the gooey ultrasonic device. Because it, mm, it looks kind of like milky and gooey. I don't like it. That's how, that's how you know it's been diffused. Yeah. And he takes some notes. Um, uh, yeah. And then Walter goes to to Astrid's apartment. And 
Astrid's like, oh, I never thought you'd visit me here. And Walter's like, hey, uh, I know what William Bell left me in his will. Um, I'm the sole shareholder of Massive Dynamic now. Which seems like it would be impossible. <laughs> Is it, did he say sole or like? He says, I think majority. I think, I, I think it must be majority. It can't be sole. Yeah, <laughs> like, the wiki think, says sole shareholder. Well, that yeah, makes zero wrong. sense. The wiki, we already know the wiki's full of idiots. <laughs> We're sorry, wiki. We love you, even though you died. Uh, Hold on. I'm going to listen to the scene. Uh, while Charlie is listening to that scene, um, let's cut back to Peter looking at the device and being like, what the fuck is this all about? Um, and that's literally it for Peter. Um, is just confused by this device. Um, and and Olivia's sees- back at... Well, then he sees the, also the picture and the diagram of the person in the thing, and he goes, hmm. wonder if that's me. <laughs> I would love if he just wrote, like, next to it, me, question mark? Question mark? mark? Yeah. <laughs> but hey, that's that's for next episode. Uh, this episode, Olivia gets to go goes and uh, joins the typewriter club again. Um, and just starts writing some things on this cool automatic typewriter that, you know, writes back. It's like Omegle. Um, <laughs> but in a typewriter. <laughs> what? Walter does say that he is the sole shareholder of Massive Dynamic. That's not Walter's wrong. Walter's Walter, just wrong. Walter's an idiot who doesn't understand stocks. <laughs> <laughs> Walter would sell GME. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but I, I Bolivia... really wish Astra just took one of the shares that was in that big pile and just went, you're not the sole owner now, bitch. <laughs> and then just shut, just the, door just shut the door Like, this is so many millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe, like, they were publicly traded at some point, and then William Bell went, nope, and bought up all possible shares. No, they, they literally talked about how... Um, the, the massive dynamic stock went up because of all of those things in season one. And then at the end oh, of season fuck, one, we hear, true. we hear, yeah, we haven't heard from William Bell in a long time because he's been in the alternate universe and he hasn't been communicating with us. So no, Walter's it's just, just a majority possible. shareholder. <laughs> that is very contradictory information. And it's a plot hole I wouldn't expect from a show like Fringe. I think we should stop this podcast out of respect. <laughs> no. It's, it's, it's over. It's time to end the podcast. <laughs> uh, almost it's time to end the episode, but we'll be back next week, people. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> Do worry. Worry for no, us. No, we won't. <laughs> yeah, Olivia Cowards. types on the typewriter, and she's like, Peter's got the first piece. He is actively engaged and then sends a picture of a ring, and she's like, lol, JK. And they're like, Next hey, time, keep, keep on topic, start work on uh, Dr. Bishop. And you're like, what does that mean? Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum. Uh, the glyph for this episode is Alert. Who? Uh, oh, this is combined with the previous cipher, which was Amber, gives you Amber Alert. Oh. Which is used for child abduction bulletins. Which I'm sure is a universal reference to Peter's abduction. I think so, yeah. That works. Um, And the Observer is entering the subway station just as Thomas Jerome Newton leaves the box and climbs the stairs. Dun dun dun. Dun dun. Um, All right, time for everyone's favorite segment, especially David. Observer, Um, Observer. 
I just said observer. You just said observer. Oh, God, I'm so sleepy. (laughs) Is there a next episode clue? Not that I know of, which means I get to make one up. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's worse than we thought. (laughs) What's your your made-up next episode clue, Nick? All right. So um, if we remember back to the last episode, um, when Olivia... um, takes the shot at the propane tank um you you know how like the the like you you get the whole like sniper like view and you hear like the like you know static like ringing in the background um (laughs) that happens in that shot and that is nonsense and that is a clue towards the ultrasound and the ringing of the ears that happens when you're deaf which is the only way to survive the box Boom. Nonsense. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, or, or alternatively, um, we, we learn in the last episode that this Olivia is a sharp shot and that our Olivia is terrible. And we see in this episode that, <laughs> our, that this Olivia is terrible at shooting a gun because she misses with both the shots that she but fires. She, but she Peter. hits a dude in the back of the head. <laughs> no, he was just hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Dick Cheney reference? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Did you just reference former Vice President Dick Cheney? Oh, this is terrible, guys. Okay, just uh, uh, episode, episode ratings. ratings. Uh, good episode, four out of five. Good episode, four out of five. <laughs> Decent episode, three out of five. Contrarian. Um, I, I enjoyed it, but I want to be contrarian, and these two are sleepy fucks and aren't going to yell at me. We have I, work tomorrow, Are you kidding Nick? me? <laughs> I'm so sleepy, I'm just going to yell at you for the rest of the night. We have work. <laughs> I, I have to work. drive. I have right. to wake up. <laughs> I have to drive an hour to work tomorrow. All right, everyone. On that note, um, <laughs> thus concludes the end of the podcast. I hope everyone's fallen asleep because, you know, our podcast, the best episode to put on before going to bed. Hey, if you wake up in the morning and it's still playing because you accidentally downloaded 33 more of them overnight, um, make sure to yell at us on, on Twitter at Forsaf and tell David to stop putting out so many episodes um if you liked how how good it was to fall asleep while uh while listening to our podcast uh give us a like on whatever podcatching service you accidentally left on all night um that could be spotify if you did fall asleep to listen to us please tell me what kind of dreams you had that night they can't be good dreams hey did you tell your amazon alexa to play four weddings and a, and a funeral and instead it somehow fucked up and downloaded all the episodes of this podcast charlie shut the fuck up i'm giving the outro get out of here uh, david you're cool because you edit these uh all right uh where was and, I? Fucking Spotify, suffering. Amazon Alexa, um, <laughs> other ones, Apple Podcast, Google Play. 
and of course, Podbean, where you can find all of our episodes and download them to the, your heart's content, because who knows if you could download them on all the other places. I'm sure Why you can. Why are you making that distinction? Surely you could download all of our episodes to your heart's content on any of those other fine podcatching services. But Podbean's great, because it's our home, and we need to talk about it. Thank you, Podbean, for existing. Um, <laughs> I hey, pay uh, them. You... I don't really... <laughs> Why are we thinking that we give them money? Because sometimes they need more than praise. They need money, too. Uh, anyways. Um, Audience, fuck, your we're... homework for this week is to not pre-order any of the new Pokemon games. Because Game Freak <laughs> does not deserve any of your money. Because they are scam artists. Alright, David, you've had your two interruptions during the outro. You also get to get the fuck out of here now. Um, Audience, your homework is to never pre-order Charlie, shut any the fuck games up. You've ever. already had your one. Get out. Uh, <laughs> say the magic words. of how good the previous games were you saw no. what cyberpunk was like <laughs> no all right um don't forget to um, watch us on twitch for saf on, on you can end this at any time <laughs> screamed in so long uh, you can also send us an email uh don't forget about those for saf at gmail.com hey <laughs> end have a this. good night everyone <laughs> Never! I can keep this outro going as long as I Just want, Charlie! Fuck you! Outro! The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license. 